Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Here we go. 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 This is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Dawson. I'm Sam Delaney. Say what? Okay. Catchphrase there. Didn't think we did the catchphrases in the uh, the IFS deep dives. I didn't. I didn't. But I've changed things up. Have you? Oh, all right. Pow, pow, pow! Right, um, Roy the Rovers, I don't know which episode this is, but we're on uh, 21st of February 1981. This is from, if you're not sure, the best of the Roy the Rovers, 1980s book, uh, 208 pages of scorching soccer action, with an introduction by Sam's T-Rex-loving pal, Gary Lineker. Um, No mention of T-Rex in the introduction, which I find a bit curious, but never mind. Mm. Yeah, 21st February 1981. 15 pence this would have cost back then. And... It's one of those editions where Royal the Rovers is the cover feature. So you get a, a nice yeah. big picture on the front, bringing you up to date of the, the story. It always felt a bit special. A bit, you got a bit of a frisson when it was on the yeah. front cover as well, because you got to see straight away what was going on. You didn't have to find yeah. it in the, in, in the pages yeah. of the comic. So uh, it says... And, this, and it's this, very dramatic. It's yeah, very dramatic. Well, it is. I, I, the the box, image is very dramatic, isn't it? Well, I'll read the box, because it describes yeah. where we're at. Um, very succinctly heavily involved in the pressures of trying to drag Melchester Rovers out of the relegation zone Roy had a tiff with his wife Penny who shocked him by departing to Crete on the advice of her mother mm. now immediately here I think we've got the author it was David Skew wasn't it I think it was authoring these mm. it feels as though it's a mirror of his own personal life and circumstances he's, yeah. he's dropped in the, the, the sub clause there on the advice of her mother now, I think yes. Skew has been having problems in his marriage and with the mother-in-law, and he's taken it out. The problem the is the, the mother's got inside her head. I don't even yeah. blame her. I mean, she's she's always been weak-minded. It's one of the things that attracted me to her, truth be told. <laughs> yeah, she was easily but manipulable. She, she's, let, she's let her mum, who is an old bitch, get inside <laughs> her head. I mean, I partly blame myself. I shouldn't be letting her go round her mum's house so much. I, mean, I should have you know, clamped down can, on what it. What can I do? She's had indoctrination from this bitch for fucking 35 years now. <laughs> I come along, <laughs> offer a different way of doing things. You know, she's always going to go back to the nest, isn't she? Fuck's sake. <laughs> I should have clamped down on it. As soon as we got married, I should have just cut her mum out of the picture completely. But, yeah. you know, I'm a good bloke. I said, you can see her once a week. But that yeah. was enough for that bitch to get right deep inside her head. I said now we she's got her out in fucking Crete. I said we should have moved away from Devon as soon as we got married. <laughs> Maybe up, up to Norfolk or somewhere like that where it's hard for it to get to, but no. Not accessible. Barely any major motorways go out east to East Anglia. That was what, and a lot of <laughs> people said that to me. Still, you live and learn. 
I might get it right with a second wife, hopefully, whenever that is. <laughs> Go somewhere remote, like a fucking Isle of Man or something like that, where no other <laughs> cunt can get to them. <laughs> Trust me, rubbers. next time I get married, I'll be straight out to the Isle of Man. Soon as, a, soon as you've heard the word, quicker than you can say I do, we'll be on the Isle of Man. It's the only way to make a modern marriage work. Total isolation. Who knew that Roy the Rovers in the 1980s was actually a Bible for coercive control? But there we are. <laughs> uh, on the advice of her mother. Then it was the turn of the Rovers to be shocked when Roy arrived for a fourth-round FA Cup match against Rotherton. And there he is, sat on a bench in the dressing room. He's had a week to himself. Penny's gone to Crete. He's been rattling around in that big old house, uh, playing snooker and eating God knows what, probably getting takeaways in. Uh, oh. He's unshaven. Stubble all over his chin. He's got his sheepskin coat on open. Uh, his shirt collar is open, and his blue tie is hanging loose around his neck. Oh, he's, he's a, a state. Fucking mess. He, lo- he looks like a sort of a vagrant, doesn't he? He does a little he looks bit. Like he's, someone. He just looks like he's on a park bench. He's borderline stray at this point. His eyes. His eyes are so. He has the eyes of a stray man. He, he's got the sad eye. He's got the sad eyes of a lion in a in an enclosure. <laughs> Do you know what he looks like? Just what? realised one of the drunken bakers from Viz. He does. He does. He does. I mean, it's uncanny. What's that, yeah. Barney Farmer? Isn't it? Yeah. And does. it's like it. It and must have influenced Barney Farmer's style. Yeah. Because it it's looks Le- exactly it's Lee, it's like the style of illustration. It's Lee Healy that draws it, I believe, and Barney comes oh, up Lee with the Healy, script. Right. Yeah. Right. Get that right. Otherwise, Sorry, the, mate. The, the Lee Healy massive will be on our fucking cases. Yeah, they used to. When I worked at Maxim, they did a um, <laughs> they did they did a cartoon strip for us called The Widower, right? <laughs> and it was like it was like it 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 was so bleak it made the drunken bakers look like they're they're upbeat jolly early stuff, right? It was just like literally it'd be two two capsules, so to speak. Yeah. And in the first one, he'd just be there. It'd be there, like sat at a table alone, just staring into space. And there'd be a bottle next to him. And then in the next one, he'd just pour him. He'd he'd have just poured himself and drunk a glass of whiskey. And then it'd just be the end. But it said so much because the sadness and loneliness in his eyes was yeah. um, again very much like Roy looks in this in this drawing here. Uh, They're very been... good at drawing sad eyes, basically. <laughs> While you've been um, telling me that, I've just found one of them on Twitter. What, The uh, Widower? Adventures of the Widower, yeah. <laughs> Adventures, uh, Adventures of the, of the Widower by Barney Farmer and Lee Healy. Yeah. Um, and he's, he's, talking to a, he's talking to a woman and he says, uh, come in for a cup of tea then? And she says, I really shouldn't. And then the next frame, they're sitting silently on the sofa, both sipping tea. And uh, <laughs> this woman looks across to her, her left and there's a shrine on the table of his dead <laughs> wife with candles and photographs and everything and fairy lights. <laughs> oh, my God. Adventures of the Widower. <laughs> <laughs> Bring it back. <laughs> anyway, yeah, so Roy looks exactly like one of the drunken bakers or the Widower. And the, his, his teammates are all gathered around him. Uh, Blatty Grace says... Because Roy's just announced he's not going to play. Mm. If you didn't hear the last I've episode. I've dropped myself. He's dropped himself. 
And uh, Blackie Grace says, hey, What do you mean? You're not playing, are I? What's the matter? Uh, Duncan Mackay says, Do you feel pooly, mon? <laughs> pooly. <laughs> mon. What is it? Do you I, feel poorly, mon? Are you pooly? Have you got a? Have you got an upset tummy? Have you got a sore throat? <laughs> How many fingers am I holding up? <laughs> Do you feel fatigued and slightly <laughs> nauseous? Are you listless? <laughs> um, uh, Vic Guthrie says, "Have you pulled a muscle?" And uh, Vernon Elliott, who I'm not going to do the voice for, says, strained a hamstring? Strained a hamstring. <laughs> there you go, there it is. Um, and Roy's just Do you remember staring. that ad? Do you remember that ad for, um, for <laughs> I think it was for bird's eye beefsteaks? And they're all, and there's all these working men. It was from about 1981. Um, but I remember even as six years old, like it was a really memorable, entertaining ad. Yeah. And there was a bunch of workers all in a van and they were coming back from a building site at the end of a hard day. Yeah. And they were singing a song about what their wives were going to serve them yeah. for dinner. And he goes, Will it be? Will it be chips and mushy peas? Will it be mushrooms? No, 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 no. Will it be? He goes. Will it be mushrooms? And then suddenly the West Indian guy leans out and goes, God. "Fried onion rings." Yes. And in that era, I can't tell you what a huge impact that had on me and a lot of my school friends, right? Because. You just didn't hear, you didn't see many black characters in adverts. Yeah. Uh, certainly not ones portrayed as just, you know, mm-hmm. in the same role as the, a white person, if you see what I mean. Mm-hmm. If there was a black person in an ad or in a TV show, very often it was pointed that they were black. Mm. But in this commercial, he was just one of a bunch of lads. One of the guys. And it was uncommented yeah. upon. But Pioneering. he did have... He did have a very, very thick West Indian accent. And it was just like we'd all sing it in the playground, yeah. right? And when we sang the song, because, you know, in those days, everyone saw ads and you'd often sing the ads, wouldn't you? Like, umbongo, umbongo, they keep it in, they drink in the we Congo. Had, we, we didn't have any internet or, or microfiche. Didn't have any microfiche either. Couldn't get access to and, it. And, uh, and anyway, yeah. Will it be mushrooms, fried onion rings? <clears throat> and so now I feel that if I'm ever called upon to do an, uh, a West Indian accent, which I have been here, you might say unnecessarily, but mm. I feel it's. I feel it's, that if you're going to do a Scouse accent for Blackie mm. or a Scots accent for uh, Duncan, then you, by, by extension, you do a West Indian accent for a character who is supposed to have a West Indian accent. It's historically accurate, yeah. I mean, I, I think I've said before, I think in Sunderland, the very first black person I ever saw in the flesh was probably oh. Gary Bennett when he signed for Sunderland in 1984. Wow. Didn't he come in at our price? He did one time, yeah. It didn't end well. Yeah. Yeah, I commented on the match from the previous night and said it left a lot to be desired. And Gary went, <laughs> "Is that what you said? Yeah, you absolute dickhead. That's out of order." Yeah, but he hadn't and played. Also, he hadn't played. And also, in it. what a what a Frank Lampardy way to phrase it. Yeah. Ooh, I it felt does. last night's game left a lot to be desired. <laughs> Fuck off. Yeah. Fuck off, record fella. Yeah. Just fucking uh, sell me <laughs> me up chocolate album and keep your mouth shut. <laughs> I, I should say that Bennett hadn't played in that one. He was suspended. So I asked him if he'd Nevertheless, been Nevertheless, you're talking about well, his uh, mates and his yeah, colleagues. Yeah, and he, he said, we do our best. And I thought, yeah. <laughs> 
So all I'm I could fucking do... totally on his side. I would never say that. Yeah. I'd never say that to a West Ham player. Yeah, different times. So all I, all I could do was was match him and do my best and sell him. I his can in, I can imagine that you the the power and the success that you were experiencing at the time at our price <laughs> yeah. had gone to your head, and you thought you were the fucking bollocks, <clears throat> right? You know, you'd worked your way to, if I remember correctly, you were on the verge of being offered a management role. Yeah, I was right? a senior sales assistant, which was kind you of senior half, sales assistant. House. You you were rocking it. There was obviously mm. glamour associated with the role around the town. There's Andy Dawson. Yeah, he's working in the fucking outpost. Senior sales assistant. You know, senior yeah. sales assistant. He works in outpost. You can get ten percent off all the best chart records. If you go twenty five percent, actually, if you go in uh, on a Monday morning, <laughs> you'll see him changing the singles chart on the wall, on the yeah. shop floor. Like actually, out on the shop floor, you can like get up close to him. He's not behind that counter. If you, he's Amazing. almost like what? He's almost like one of the pop stars himself yeah. in a way. Sort of by He's proxy. that close to yeah. work. He works in the record industry, man. So that had all gone to your head, sort of and like, you just thought uh, you were Marty, arrogant. It's sort of like Sunderland's Marty Pello, really, if you think about it. <laughs> yeah. He's a, uh, yeah, there's a rumour going round that he's on heroin. <laughs> <laughs> During the R price days, obviously, I ended up developing a heroin problem, but we all who did. But it was, it was cool heroin. Yeah. It wasn't bad yeah. heroin. It wasn't the bedsit heroin. It went to your head. The success, yeah, clearly. the status, mm-hmm. the glamour, it went to your head and you started acting like a bit of a cunt. Yeah. And next thing you know, one of your heroes comes into the shop and rather than being humble and going, I just want to say I'm a big fan and I know you try best and it's a real honour to meet you. And in fact, Mr. Bennett, let me extend my 25% staff discount mm. to you. You're like, huh, yeah, Gary Bennett, play for, play for the Rokerites, don't you? <laughs> yeah, saw the game last night. Left a lot to be desired, to be honest. Anyway, yeah. what do you want to buy? Huh, what the fuck's this? Jamiroquai? Huh. <laughs> also as well, in our price then, the counter was slightly raised up. So mm. you were always looking down on the customer, so you had that psychological power play, power play over them, yeah. Power so play. That, that was Did Sir John Price come up with that idea? Um, yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll have done. I mean, even though Gary Bennett was at least six foot two, um, you know, we were eye to eye at that time, so I felt like I was an equal to him. It's but, very um, important when you're selling records to the public that you make them feel inferior and intimidated at all times. <laughs> <laughs> right, Sir John. <laughs> <laughs> but I can't also stress enough how fucking awful that Sunderland team was back then. So um, <clears throat> I think I probably pulled my punches a little bit when I said it left a lot to be desired. They were fucking dog shit. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, you know I've just come back from a one-one draw with Rotherham last night, so you know what changes very little. The the <clears throat> uh, anyway the point is is that Gary Bennett was the first black bloke you saw in Sunderland, yeah, yeah. and <clears throat> and I bet he didn't have a West Indian accent, did no, he? Monk accent. Mm, there you go. All right. There we what anyways, does that tell us? Nothing. Not th- nothing at all. But that's no. Vernon Elliott. He's just said strained a hamstring. Strained a um, hamstring. But then Roy starts getting pretty fucking deep because he then says, uh, I'm not injured. Not physically, anyway. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> it's emotional. <laughs> he says, I've, I've, a, I've, I've, I've pulled a muscle, and the muscle I'm talking about is my fucking heart. It's my soul. The heart's not a muscle, man. It's an organ. <laughs> Fuck off, man. <laughs> fucking hell. 
Who do you think you fucking are? <laughs> Dr. Kildare? I would pay It's a fucking you. muscle. Ask Taffy, it's a muscle, just like any other. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll tell you what, did you know this? The tomato's not a vegetable, it's a fruit. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell, you're Jesus boring. Christ. Do you know that? Yeah, fucking know it, old Vernon. <laughs> this is going to blow your mind. Banana, it's a herb. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know I... Uh, you know, the polar bear, do you know what colour its fur is? It has no colour. It's transparent. <laughs> it's the reflection of the white snow that makes it appear white, man. That's fucking bollocks. <laughs> it's not. Look it up on the microfiche. <laughs> we need to not go down the road of Vernon Elliott's facts, I think. Vernon Elliott came up with the format for QI with Stephen Fry. <laughs> People love a fact, man. They love it. It's a good conversation starter in the pub. (laughs) He wanted to call it VE after himself. Very educational. (laughs) (laughs) I tell you what we do. I'll present it, but if I'm ever ill, you should get that Stephen Fry to do it. He's a very clever man. Jalapeño. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Jalapeño. Anyway, moving on. Uh, yeah, I've got this uh, domestic problem, you see, says Roy. And uh, Black, Blacky Gray says, uh, So I've heard, Roy, at least my wife did, something about uh, Penny nipping off to Crete for a holiday. Oh, yeah. Been fucking gossiping, have you, you cunts? Your fucking missus wants to keep her nose out of my business. I know we're best mates and everything, Roy, and I probably could have called and asked you how you were doing, but I just thought I'd bring it up now in the dressing room. Blackie, you fucking cunt. Way. Let's get it all out in front of the lads. Noel Baxter <laughs> grinned with delight. He's a cunt, isn't he, Noel Baxter? Yeah. He thinks he's... He's one of those ones he thinks he's the team clown, but he's actually yeah. just a cunt, yeah. right? He's fucking mumbling to... Looking who, like, I don't know that, that yeah. lad he's talking to. Is. He goes, so that's it. The boss is feeling a bit sorry for himself because there's no one to look after him. Sob, Sob. really horrible, inconsiderate response. If your mate goes... My wife, if I go to you, Andy, a uh, bit of a problem. My missus has fucked off to Crete and mm. taken the kids, right? I mean, you you know, you're not that sympathetic with me when I have problems in my life, but even you I try would be. not be there. You'd be like, you wouldn't be like, ah, ha, 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 ha. oh, no one to cook your fucking dinner for you, <laughs> you fucking puff. 
pods. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, that was you have to do. Cooking in housework. Oh, poor old Roy, says the other teammate whose name I can't yeah. remember. Roy looks stunned by this, does he? Look at his face. Yeah, yeah I'm not surprised. Dickheads. He's speechless. In that yeah. thing, he's speechless. He just looks at them with like a mixture of confusion and hatred. Yeah. And the and two upset. of them, like what the, what the other one looks like, one of the Bay City Rollers, and um, Noel Baxter looks like fucking Ronald McDonald. Yeah, he looks like a twat. Uh, but a it's... couple of fucking cunts, and they're younger than him. They're boys. Roy's a man, mm. and they don't know about men's problems. No, they don't. Um, and there are many men's problems, aren't there, Sam? Yeah, just but remember, lads. Always time. check, always check them in the shower. Yeah, it takes you just a minute, and it could save your life. And it feels nice. Yeah, um, uh, as, long, as long as you're careful. Anyway, if it, if, poor, it leads, if it leads on to something else, you know that's just nature. But that's also good for you. Yeah, keep the pipes clear. Poor, um, he, he goes, poor old Roy. We'll soon see about that, dickheads. Just give me a chance to get changed, <laughs> then I'll show you sniggering lot that I can take care of myself. <laughs> and then Blackie goes, yeah, you sure, sure you can, Racy. So he's made it. He's because a bit of teasing. From a couple of his players, he's immediately changed his mind. Go, fuck off! I am going to play. Gets his kit on, gets his kit on, but more than that, he's had a fucking shave as well. Yeah, the stubble's gone. I'm fucking, I fucking get a shit. Who's got a fucking razor with him? Right, all right. Some send someone down to the fucking shop to get me a disposable bick. No, he'll have a brawn. He'll have a brawn in his bag. Oh, he'll definitely, yeah. Those, yeah. These were the very much the days of the electric razor, yeah, weren't they? Yeah, he's ran a brawn over his face there, I think. No, yeah. Does anyone use electric razors anymore, do you I think? I don't think so. No, it's not fashionable anymore, is it? It was an 80s thing, but I had one once. My dad actually bought me one for Christmas one year. Mm. I think it was a moment where he was trying to show me, you've become a man now. Yeah, it's time for you to shave. I've seen, it's time or for you to maybe shave, he was just... And I can't be bothered to teach you the dangerous way, so here, use this. He was probably just thinking, I've noticed that fucking bum fluff that you're growing, that you're cultivating on your top lip. You, you look like a cunt. You're an embarrassment. So I've, I've got you this. You look like a fucking Portuguese peasant girl. Here's a fucking brawn. Here's a brawn. Get fucking shot of it. Get shot of it, or I'm not taking you to. I'm not fucking taking you to the Natural History Museum looking like that, you cunt. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be a fucking laughing stock. You sit down on the floor, people will be start chuck money at you. <laughs> oh dear me! Yeah. So. So anyway, he's got shaved. Um, Relief and indignation. I'm not sure I would have understood that word when I was reading this. No. But that's one of the good things. It's good when they use slightly longer words or more complicated language because yeah. it encourages it you to... Stretches you, doesn't it? Yeah. Stretches you, yeah. I'll be like, Mother, but the thesaurus in the dictionary, my new Roy of the Rovers comic has arrived. <laughs> Set up the microfiche. I have a new word I wish to research. Oh, goody. A new word. The word is indignation. I shall look it up immediately. I shall pause my enjoyment of the comic to look up the meaning of this new word. Uh, anyway, it transformed, relief and indignation transformed Roy into a human dynamo. Wow. Fuck it now. I tell you Christ. what, he's gone in the body. Oh, fuck this. I've got to sort myself out. I'll go into the bog, have a shave and bang out a couple of fucking major league lines. Then they'll fucking... <laughs> 
Ah. I'll come out like a fucking dynamo. <laughs> None of them will know what's going on, apart from Blackie. He'll be able to spot him yeah. off. <laughs> he sees the signs, he knows. Yeah, I'll give him one to keep him fuck, keep his mouth shut. <laughs> so there we are. Um, and Paco Diaz says, well, Roy says, I can take care of Rotherton too. With a little help from my players, these knobheads who fucking hauled the piss out of me ten minutes ago. <clears throat> Paco Diaz says, Ole! That more like it, Skipper. Aye. Broken. <laughs> Arriba. Yeah. He's like, he didn't take the business. Hey, Skipper. I know. I know how it can be with a woman. My wife, she's a fiery woman. She leave me maybe <laughs> twice, three times a week. <laughs> I just laugh. <laughs> I know she come back because I got the goods. You know what I mean? <laughs> she never find no man like me. She know it too. She come back for, she always come back for little Paco. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> come on, Roy. I take you out for a drink tonight. I introduce you to some prostitutes. And when I say little, I mean big, real big. Uh, Roy, I got a big cock, and I'm sure you have too. You're Roy Race. Men like us, we don't need to worry about the women coming back. There's always another one around the corner. And until then, we have the prostitutes. It's no problem. <laughs> I don't know what the Melchester prostitute seems like. (laughs) (laughs) Plenty of prostitutes in Melchester. Why do you think I come here from Spain? It's much cheaper. The women, they're very very fat, the prostitutes here. But uh, they're so cheap. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, right. Um, Ole, that more like it, Skipper. And the Rovers ran out and the crowd is shouting, Melchester, Melchester. Um... And Royce thinking to himself, at least they don't know the real reason why Penny did a bunk. I'd have felt a right <laughs> idiot if they did. So they just think she's gone on holiday. Well, yeah, but the real reason is just... Oh, right, I see. Yeah, I mean, she's just fucked off. Oh, yeah. so they don't know. They think he's, he's, he's lied and said that it's a holiday yeah. and that he's fallen to pieces sort of thing yeah. because I mean, they're what, on holiday. That's what, that's what Penny's told Blackie's wife as well because Blackie said yeah, yeah, something yeah. about going oh, yeah, on holiday. Yeah, a little holiday, that's it. He'd yeah. just go, I'd just tell my mates, I'd go, that's fucking bollocks. She's fucked off. And if they said, well, I'd go, because she reckons I'm spending too much time at work. And then everyone would have sympathy with me, not Penny. Yeah, exactly. Because I did a training session on Sunday morning because you fuckers can't pull your finger out and win a football match. So it's yeah, there for I did one it? training session on a Sunday and she literally left the country with my kids. She's yeah. a fucking lunatic. Yeah. There's no winners here. Um... Mm. So, but unknown to Roy, Noel Baxter is sent to Blackie Gray. Phew, that was close. If Roy finds out we all know the real reason for Penny's holiday, he'll be furious. As they do know. They've done a, they've done a number and that on makes, Roy. And that makes Noel Baxter an even bigger cunt. Yeah. Because he fucking knew when he started taking the yeah. piss, and that is out of order. What? You know, you got to... You you got to fucking be a little bit more sensitive towards your mates. We all like a bit of banter, a little yeah. bit of chat. But when someone's going through something like this, fucking just be a little bit more sensitive. But then Blackie Gray then says, right, so let's make Dan Shirley doesn't find out. So Blackie Gray's the <laughs> cunt in all of this. Blackie knows what's going on. He's told Lads. the players behind Roy's back, yeah. but he said, let's just pretend that it's a holiday. Lads, so, gather round before Roy gets in. I've, I've got, got some, some fucking, I've got some fucking top, <laughs> top-notch intel about the state of his marriage. <laughs> 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 I've got fucking primo fucking gossip on his marriage. 
And it's not good for him. It's fucking wrecked. <laughs> wrecked, I tell you. <laughs> Don't worry. I mean, he's a mate, but I tell you, he'll be fucking out of this club within the month. <laughs> he's fallen to pieces, the mad con. And, and I tell you, he'll be first in line for his yeah. job. Oh, blacky here. Yours truly. um so as the game kicked off fans are shouting hooray let's have a quick one rovers another one shouts shouts, relegation may be staring us in the face but we can still win the cup they won't get relegated says pals another one says well last week's performance left a lot to be desired (laughs) <laughs> bit of a disagreement in the stands there that all too often during this era that could lead to someone losing an eye exactly um or you know get getting industrial ammonia squirted in their face yeah a golf ball studded with nails thrown at their head ugly scenes it can happen i'm sure we'll see some of that later on in the book Um, So it says there over the page, the extra training session which Roy had organised soon began to pay off. So they've had a kickabout in the snow six days ago and that has somehow transformed them into a team of world beaters. Um, And one of the crowd shouts, that's a great build-up, more like the old Melchester magic. Um, It was at Rotherton they're playing, isn't it? Rotherton player shouts, watch Gosden, he's on the overlap. And he is as well. Gosden's away. Oh, his, his, his thin strands of hair flying about in the breeze. Yeah, his barnet's all over the place. Isn't when it? he accelerates, the little kind of flip-top hairdo he's yeah. got just loses all control. He doesn't have and a, he goes fully... The faster he runs, the balder he gets. He doesn't have a grease down or anything like that, does he? No. Um, so, yeah. And uh, a Rotherton player slides in and takes, takes him out. Uh, Not anymore, he says. And Gosden shouts... Goes down. <laughs> Foul ref. Um, but the Rovers' granddad revealed masterly balance and control. He's rode the foul. He's rode the challenge. Gra- great, um, great core strength there to yeah. keep his balance. Low centre of gravity. Mm. Um, he's still in possession. Someone shouts. The ref is waving play on. He's playing the inverted commas advantage rule. <laughs> do you think that might have been a new rule at the time it and might that's have why been. they it might yeah have been. I reckon so it right. feels like it doesn't it Skew, we need to get this new advantage rule into the strip somehow they're all talking about oh. it but no one really knows what it is get an example Don't. in there next week one step ahead of you got a little fucking idea with that cunt Nat Gosden <laughs> that cunt <laughs> as, if as if he's real <laughs> I fucking hate him. <laughs> fucking hate that con. <laughs> <laughs> Some of the Rotherton players had expected plate to be brought to a halt, but no, of course, the advantage has been played. Uh, Rotherton have stopped, not Roy Race, though, and Gosden puts a lovely ball through with the outside of his foot to Roy, who is clean through on goal. Looks clearly offside, but never mind. Um, on the edge of the penalty area. Gosden's found him. Racy's rocket exploded from his left boot. Um, Kapow! Yeah, there it is. Top corner, past the keeper. The keeper's face is like, oh, fucking hell! Keeper's got <laughs> oh, no, no way am I trying to get in the way of that. <laughs> fuck it, fuck that for a game of cards. <laughs> that one's gone. Write that one off. <laughs> fucking Bang, hell! Go. <laughs> one nil well then start that, again lads that's off <laughs> force of nature yes it's there shout the crowd uh, what a thunderbolt I'll bet that's made Roy feel even better shouts one his teammate 
whose name I still don't know, but can't be bothered to find out. It might be Jimmy yeah. Slade, I think. Is it Jimmy Slade? Yeah. Let's see it is. Um, it's made me feel pretty good too, says the little fucking twat Noel Baxter. And uh, and is that Paco Diaz I can see That's there? That's Paco Diaz. Good old racy. <laughs> we celebrate tonight, I think, yeah. Roy. Good golf, Thundercock. <laughs> Don't call me that, Paco. It's weird. It's not, not even my nickname. Not on the pitch anyway. <laughs> Thundercock. <laughs> <laughs> and they're all coming to celebrate with him. And uh, he shouts, cut out the hugs and kisses. Jimmy Slade <laughs> goes, ooh. Roy shouts, this isn't the Miss World Contest. Doesn't <laughs> kiss you, unsure. <laughs> What's this, the fucking Miss World Contest? <laughs> Fuck me. It's not a mother's meeting. You're a bunch of fucking pansies. <laughs> yeah, fucking hugging and kissing. Kissing and I won't have it. Yeah. Fucking hell. Just because my wife's bl- left me, just because my wife's gone doesn't mean I've turned. Yeah. I'm not that starved of affection, you fucking weirdos. <laughs> so he says, this isn't the Miss World Contest. I want you all back in your position so the referee can start the game again. We're wasting time. Well, I mean, you're not because the referee's blown the whistle and he's not going to start his stopwatch again yeah. until kickoff. So, you know, do all the kissing and cuddling you want to, really. The ref will tell you when to start again. Uh, but then, even more drama, and within seconds of the restart, um, Paco, Paco Diaz has got the ball from the restart, um, even though it's Rotherton's kick-off, uh, and Roy just nip, nicks, nips in and nicks the ball off him. And Paco yeah. says, K? Like uh, Manuel in Faulty Towers. Fuck off. K? My ball. Get off. Get out of <laughs> my way. English coming through. Out the fucking way, son. (laughs) Out the fucking way, Manuel. Daddy's here. (laughs) And from the crowd, they say, Oh, Roy's taking the ball right off Paco's foot. Another one shouts, Why the hurry, Racy? He's not going to get a response. Racy's not going to hear that. He's in the second tier. He's right up in the gods. Um... And another one shouts, he's playing as if there's only five minutes to go. And that is yeah. the end of that particular one. So we'll find out what happens next. I think I, I remember this one. I can't ever imagine shouting at a player, why the hurry? Yeah. I mean, football is something that's played in a hurry, isn't it's it? It's fairly hurried, yeah. Mm. I'm not sat there saying, oh, come on, everyone, slow down. <laughs> why don't you chill a bit? It's a bit fucking hectic <laughs> yeah. and frantic, isn't it? So, uh, I think I remember this one, and I'm going to have a look. I haven't been reading on. Yeah. I'm going to have a look after we finish this and think, see if it's the one I think yeah. it is. Uh, but I know it, what it, happens, because me, me and Len are about ten chapters ahead. You're well ahead of them. But it might be a, yeah. a kind of story arc that has happened about seven or eight times over the years. So Yeah, mind. yeah, you'll instinctively know. Yeah, it says at the bottom there, see another stunning goal in next week's issue. So that's something for you to whoa, come back whoa. for. More of the same. Uh, yeah, of course, there wasn't much football on TV in these days, so getting to no. see a goal that had just been imagined and drawn by someone was sometimes as good as it got. Yeah, huge bonus. So it was really exciting. Yeah. Think, oh, just another week, and then I can see an illustration of another goal being goal. scored. Yeah. yeah, Great times, different times. Uh, yeah. There we are. That's it for this episode of the Melchester Odyssey. We're going to be back with another one next week. Um, thanks for listening. TTFN. TTFN. 
When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.